My name is Irene. I teach the weekly yoga classes here, facilitate the monthly labyrinth walks, and I am the squirrel herder-in-chief for our chapter of the Covenant of Unitarian Universalist Pagans. When we attend a service here, we bring our minds and our spirits to the experience. Today, I'd like to try to bring all of us fully present. If you're comfortable doing so, I invite you to rise to your feet. Relax your arms if they're folded, and just take a moment to notice how your feet are planted on the floor. If it's comfortable for you, you can allow your eyes to come to a half gaze or to close completely. Begin to become aware of your breathing without judgment, just noticing. Allow your breath to begin to deepen and lengthen, breathing more from your belly. Starting at the very top of your head, Relax all the muscles around the crown of your head. Then let that relaxation begin to spread. Relax the muscles of your face. Relax the back of your head. Relax your neck. If you need to find some little movements to help release tension, go for it. Relax your shoulders. Roll them a little bit. Squeeze them all the way up to your ears and then roll them all the way back and down. Relax your upper back and your chest. Relax your belly, your lower back, your hips. Relax your legs all the way down to your feet. Feel movement if you need to. Relax your arms all the way down to your hands. Take a deep breath in. Let it out on a sigh. Two more times. Inhale. And once more. If your gaze is closed, gently allow your eyes to open. And please be seated. So as a yoga teacher, I am very aware of how our physical bodies are positioned, whether in stillness or in motion. I notice posture and gait. I can tell from the set of someone's shoulders if they're feeling tense, and I can tell from the way someone walks if their back hurts. The yoga term for having your physical body in the position that best serves you, that creates the greatest amount of comfort and ease, is correct alignment. Notice how your body feels now, as opposed to when you walked in. You're probably a little closer to your own best physical alignment simply because you consciously released tension and you placed your limbs in a more comfortable position for you. During the course of today's service, periodically check in with your physical body. Notice your posture and notice if there are ways to make your position better serve you. Humans are remarkably adaptable creatures. When we encounter pain or injury, our bodies intuitively and automatically change the way they are moving in order to adapt to that pain, to reduce the discomfort from that injury. It's, it's an absolutely amazing system. It does it without a, or even telling it to. There's just one problem with our ability to adapt 
Sometimes we hold on to those new movement patterns after a pain has faded, or the pain doesn't go away, or doesn't go away completely. So we continue to move differently than our natural alignment would cause us to. And those new movement patterns can cause a lot of trouble in the long run. One of my best examples of that is a man I know who lost the two smallest toes on one of his feet when he was a little boy. This occurred well before physical therapy, kinetic chain, movement matters were understood as they are now. His body adapted for that injury. It changed the way he walked, but it did so at terrible cost. That man had both hips replaced before age 50. The solution that helped him survive an injury as a child ultimately caused him even more pain as an adult. Just as our bodies have a natural physical alignment, our spirits do as well. And just as our bodies can develop new movement patterns due to trauma, so can our sacred selves. Sometimes those movement patterns can be just as destructive or limiting to the self as a dangerous movement pattern can be to the physical body. Adapting for pain in one area can eventually cause it in others. We can slip out of our natural alignment. We can lose track of our own true north. For my part, a little over four years ago, I woke up into a nightmare. The life that I had built myself was completely out of step with my own values. It did not reflect my ethics or the kind of world I want to build, and it was peopled with some individuals whose company I would never seek out on my own. And I knew that something had to change. I knew that moving so far out of alignment with my own true north was actively destroying me. I had adapted to trauma. In my case, it was a toxic marriage, but unhealthy patterns come from so many places. Some of us have abusive childhoods. We suffer terrible losses. We have histories that include dark shadows and deep waters. We go through a lot as humans, and our psyches do the very best they can with what they have in order to survive. The thing is, I believe that despite our adaptations, the voice of our true north continues, sometimes very quietly. We can lose track of it, but our own natural alignment is still there in the background, just like our physical alignment. So when I decided to destroy the life that was destroying me, I focused strongly on coming back to my true alignment. I am one of the Unitarian Universalist pagans here. That means that the prism I view the world through is centered on the idea that our earth and our incarnation here is sacred. Many pagans believe the world as functioning through four sacred elements. Those elements are earth, air, fire, and water. And through examining our lives through the idea, the archetype, if you will, of the sacred elements, we can get some illumination as to where our natural alignment, our true north, might actually lie. I'm going to present you with some questions to consider. I don't expect you to have all the answers to them today. It took me a few months to find my own. Cutting through our trauma-induced patterns to hear the message underneath can take some time and some journaling. The entire text of this sermon will be online for you if you want to work on any of these questions. To begin, relax your body one more time. And I'd like you to try to imagine yourself as a completely blank slate. 
to let go of the story you've built yourself about your life. If you were starting off today brand new, what would that feel like? We'll start with elemental earth. For pagans, that's the practical and grounded aspects of life. Elemental earth is connected to our roots, to how we physically live. So the first question to consider is, what is the lifestyle that suits you? My own example is best illustrated through consumption. The lifestyle I was in before I transformed was very consumptive. I had a large house full of lots of things I bought. My true north is more minimalist. I have a small house now. It's just the right size for my family. So consider your lifestyle. If you were starting over from scratch, what would home look like? Is it a, an apartment, a house? What kind? And then, of course, these questions have layers. The next layer, what is the aesthetic? Is it warm and cozy, open and airy? What colors are present? What textures and styles make you feel safe? Those of you who've been to my house know that the entire thing is green because I feel happiest if I can pretend I live inside a sage leaf. So after that, we come to elemental air. This is our minds, our curiosity and creativity, and also our work, our rest, and our play. And again, these questions take time to process. I'm going to ask them, but I don't expect you to have an answer today. These are ideas to consider. What kind of work would be good for your mind? Try to be less specific about what exactly you would do for work and more about how it will feel and impact you. How do you want your thought patterns to behave? Consider your current mental state, your common mental states. What would you change? How would you adjust your self-talk, the narrative that runs silently inside you? And how do you want to nurture your mind? Would you have a meditation practice, a physical practice? And of course, an aspect that we tend to forget about or ignore as adults, play. Play is absolutely vital for our health. You really do have to have fun. So, how do you want to play? What hobbies interest you? What do you always wish you had more time for? Again, give these questions time. Elemental fire is next. Fire is where we examine our passions, but also how we spend our time. Some of this will be less easy to identify. If we are spending our energy and emotion maintaining a misaligned lifestyle, we really don't realize how many reserves we have. A lot of the exhaustion is because of that maintenance. That said, consider how you want to experience passionate love. Humans need passion, although it's not necessarily romantic in nature. What does passionate love look like for you? Is it an activity? A community? Do you have a partner? Is it romantic, platonic? Prepare to be uncomfortably honest with yourself here. There is so much shame tied up around passion, around just caring, that getting through that layer can be very slow going. And one other thing to consider in the realm of fire, and those of you who've heard me speak before have heard this message, what boundaries do you want to set? When I transformed my life, I put very strong boundaries in place to help curb my tendencies as a workaholic. 
I do not let my work intrude on my family anymore. Where do you need to put some boundaries down? They can be self-directed. They can also be outwardly directed. In many cases, they need to be both. So, one last set of questions. These ones relate to elemental water, our emotions and connections to others. What qualities do you want your friendships to include? Try not to think of specific individuals, but of the nature of the connections you desire. What are some traits of those friendships and those people? How do you want your circle of friends to treat themselves and others? What are the outlooks of your desired circle? And the most important part, your connection to your sacred self. How will you care for yourself? What can you do to better support your own journey? What systems can you put in place to better hear your own true north speaking? I've given you a lot of questions today. Some of them don't have answers yet. Some may still not have answers in a month or even two, and that's okay. I'd like to leave you with an experience to help support your journey toward your best, healthiest alignment. This can be done seated or standing. It can be sometimes a little easier standing, so if you're comfortable doing so, I invite you to rise to your feet. Hold your hands out in front of you. Cup them by your heart. And I'd like you to allow your gaze to come to half or close your eyes. Visualize your hands filling with pure white light. Completely new, completely fresh, benevolent life energy, divine energy. Allow your hands to fill so much that you can barely make them out through the glow. Starting at the top of your head, using that light, wash away any accumulated shadow, dust, or grime you've accumulated. You can move your hands over every part of your body, cleaning it as you go, revealing the true colors and forms underneath. And if you find that your light starts to dim, simply cup your hands in front of you again and allow them to refill. Then continue. When you have finished clearing the outside of your energy body, draw one hand to your heart and one to your belly and begin to let that light fill the inside of your body. Gently open your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Let it out on a sigh. Thank you for your gift of presence today. <laughs>